This week's show is brought to you by Loot Crate, the official sponsor of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Loot Crate is the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, pop culture, and Disney fans like you. Start your subscription now at www.lootcrate.com slash tiki talk. Vahini mekyoni mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 68 for the week of February 8th, 2015. Before we get started on this week's show, we have a special announcement. I'm going to throw it over to Alan for you. Um, Alan, take it away. Thanks, Sean. This week we have a special announcement. Many of you have seen us promote Loot Crate on social media, but we are proud to say that Loot Crate is now the official sponsor of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Loot Crate is the world's greatest subscription box for geek gamers, comic book fans, and Disney fans alike. Now, since Disney owns so much of our pop culture icons, we thought it would be a perfect match for our show. Sean, Keith, and I aren't just Disney fans, but fans of many things, including Marvel and Star Wars. With subscribers in the hundreds of thousands, they can offer some cool exclusives that you can't get anywhere else. Exclusive t-shirts, vinyl figures, comic, etc. really make Loot Crate unique. The price is very affordable for the items you get, and many times the value of one item pays for the whole crate. Each month, we will have an unboxing video on our YouTube channel with instructions to enter to win a free one-month subscription. To check out the service and start your own subscription, go to www.lootcrate.com slash tiki-talk and use the promo promo code TikiTok to get a special discount. And now, on with the show. On this week's show, we're going to show our romantic side, with it being Valentine's Week. So this week, we brought along a listener from a faraway land to join us on this week's show. No, it's not Arendelle. We have someone from Australia joining us. So everyone, please welcome Sarah into the Tiki Hut. Welcome, Sarah. Good afternoon. Hello. Afternoon is yeah. evening. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's afternoon on Thursday here. That's crazy to think that you're that many hours ahead of us, so this is very confusing. So it's like time travel and um, all that thrown into one, so it's confusing. Don't confuse us any more than we already are. <laughs> We're just little simple birds. <laughs> so we uh, we really appreciate you coming on. It's uh, you know We know you've been listening to us for, for a while now, and it's actually... It's actually great to actually hear your voice and talk to somebody, you know, so far away. So this is a blast for us to be able to talk to you. So thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for asking me. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I've never actually sort of been on a podcast before, so this is actually quite exciting. Well, that's Woo-hoo. good. You'll 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 uh, you're natural. You'll be you'll be perfect. Soon enough, you'll you'll be wanted on seventy five other podcasts, and you know you'll be making tons of money, and and you'll forget about little old Enchanted Tiki Talk. <laughs> and then I can just you know move to Disney and. Life will be or better yet, yeah, when I've had enough of these two clowns, you can take my place on the show. <laughs> That's a two-way say- street, pal. <laughs> hey, I, I don't deny that. I do not deny that. And if you think trying to plan recording around me and my schedule is tough, try doing it 15 and a half hours ahead. <laughs> can you record? It's the middle of the day, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> 
So, Sarah, tell us how you became a Disney fan. I know it's you're not exactly a, a hop, skip, and a jump away to a Disney park. You're actually closer to the um, Asian parks, right? Uh, yeah, um, Tokyo Disney is actually closer for me, I think. Okay. Um, and the new the Shanghai one that's opened up. Right. I actually haven't been to those, but um, I have been to uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I went to Walt Disney World when I was four. That's the only time I've actually been. Um, don't really have any memories of that at all, but I did go to Disneyland with my husband at uh, end of 2013, so um, that was actually pretty exciting. I've been a Disney fan pretty much as long as I can remember. Uh, my dad used to take me to um, all the films that came out. I had, you know, the Beauty and the Beast dolls growing up, and I used to collect read like the Disney magazines and listen to the soundtracks and I had Disney books um I don't even really know how I got into it like obviously my parents gave it to me but it just kind of went from there I just loved the film so much and then it's sort of even through high school you know it just kind of kept going and you know into the adulthood <laughs> now was um you know you being in Australia were there a lot of other fellow Disney fans around you uh no not really I know of people who like Disney but not to my extent. It's only maybe eight or nine months ago that I actually, actually maybe close to a year, that I actually found someone who lives locally that shares my passion. Um, you know, she's been to the parks as well and you know, she shares, she knows what it feels like to be so far away because for us, you know, a flight from here to um, LA is like $1,500. And then, of course, there's you know accommodation. We can't just go for two, three days at a time. Right. We've got to just go for probably minimum of a week to make it worthwhile. To fly from here to Orlando, you're looking at closer to two thousand dollars. Wow. Um, I think. Is that two thousand Australian or U.S.? Oh no, Australian. <laughs> what is, I don't that's, know if that um, Somebody do the math quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that one in, in the show notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's. It's a lot of money. Yeah. When the when we went over in 2013, the exchange rate was a lot better, so we were getting more money when once we converted um, to American. But now it's not well. The Australian dollar isn't doing so well. So you know, if we went over there with say $500, we'd probably only have maybe like 200 or 300. Right. So yeah, it's um, not that great. <laughs> but um, and of course, you know, because of how long we have to stay over there. You know, we're over there for weeks at a time and accommodation, you know, like, um, we're probably looking at minimum $1,000 for accommodation as well. Um, right. So, yeah, it's our trips are in excess of sometimes $10,000. Wow. Yeah, you should so open up every... a Sydney park and everything would be great. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I, we, we, we don't even have a Disney store here anymore. Wow. Really? Oh, really? The, the last one we had closed down in about 2003. Um, oh, just no, after 9-11. Go ahead, sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, it was just after, I think, 9-11, they started sh- shutting the international ones down. Um, and the last one here shut in 2003 because I used to go to it. And, uh, yeah, we don't even have an online store. So everything, we've got to go through the main Disney store website. And we for shipping, it's, like, minimum $60. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not cheap. No, and Do you guys remember so if that was... A- do you guys remember if that was about the time the children's place? Like, remember Disney sold to the children's place yeah. and then they bought him back? I wonder if that coincided or was that, was that two different times? I think children's place was around that time frame. It was somewhere between 2003 and 2005, so it's probably 
That's pro- that probably is the case. I think it was around 2003, 2004, so that's probably the case why they closed down. Okay, I just, um, all I remember is that we only had one Disney store in my state, and I used to go when I was younger, and then the last time I remember going was actually on my 18th birthday, which was August 2002. And then after that, it just disappeared. And this year, we don't have a single Disney store in Australia at all. Wow, maybe they'll open up another one soon. I'm hoping so. You never know. I've sent countless emails. Asking for one. Oh, wow. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous because I, I can't even buy one T-shirt without having to pay. You know, that's this like seventy-dollar T-shirt right there. Right. Wow. God. Yeah. So initially, you know, you get all the sales right, from the Disney store saying, you know, you buy, spend this much, <laughs> or you buy something here, or right. you get free shipping. But then that's only for you know the United States and Canada. So it's like thanks for that wow. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, one of the reasons that well, the reason why we're having you come on the show is we're going to be playing the um, the dating and match game with it being how uh, Valentine's weekend coming up. So basically, what it is, we've um, set a budget of fifteen hundred dollars for a weekend in Walt Disney World, and you're going to be one of our guests. One of you're going to choose one of the the three choices. It's for a Friday and Saturday night stay. So anything anything with our budget goes so if it's whatever hotel you we can come up with uh, which wasn't very many choices uh dining choices and whatever else fun comes along the way so you're going to decide who's got the best choice which one you would go with and at the end of that you're going to try to match up whose choice is who and to throw a little wrench into it each one of us are going to read someone else's plan for the weekend and that way there is no way of you knowing which one who Alan made did, what because I'm your favorite <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. alright so um, I think Alan you're going to go I'm first read the first with, one um, yes right and, and we've all agreed that we're not going to like we, we have to be serious about this and not play down like oh this sounds stupid first show the top century no we're not going to do that <laughs> Right. All right. Which isn't so bad. No, I like Pop City. It's perfectly. It's a lovely resort. And and for the record, I thought about cheating and using DVC points for this to avoid. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that they would accuse me of being Sean, and I didn't want to do that. So, and plus, it would probably give it away. Although, if I had done it, you would have assumed that one to have been Sean because he's the cheater. So, right. I just play within the rules. I should have done that. Oh well, too late now. All right. So here's the first one. So we start our trip with a two-night stay at Port Orleans Riverside with a one-day admission to the Magic Kingdom, which is going to run us uh, $499.80. You walk into the room to find a jewel-encrusted princess tiara and illuminated Cinderella glass slipper waiting for you on the bed, which is about $253. First night, we take a carriage ride through the grounds of the resort by the Sasagula River under the clear Florida night sky. We stop under a tree and I serenade you with Evangeline from The Princess and the Frog. And I have arranged for dinner that night at Victorian Alberts, which is a pre-speaks meal with wine pairings, which with tip is about $507. And we finish dinner just in time to watch Wishes from the resort. The following day, we spend a magical day at the Magic Kingdom, walking hand-in-hand down Main Street with you and your tiara and me and my goofy ears. After a full day of magic, we have reservations at Trattoria El Forno on the boardwalk, with tip is about $165. And once we're done with dinner... We stroll down the boardwalk under the stars as we play arcade games. We end by dancing the night away at Atlantic Dance Hall, and we spent $1,471. And that's the weekend. Hmm. I like the sound of that one. 
<laughs> well, at least you like it. I can say it close to close like... to my inner princess. <laughs> oh, see, see, there you go. That's a good one. I picked a good one then for inner princess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith, read the next one. Okay, um, here is uh, Bachelor number two. Uh, we start <laughs> off the weekend. Uh, very the beautiful. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's a game. Okay, it's a game. Oh, okay. Uh, we start off the weekend at the beautiful Port Orleans Resort on Friday for a two-night stay with a two-day park hopper, which is $1,065. First thing is you will be whisked away to the Swan and Dolphin, where you will enjoy the, to the Mandara Spa uh, with a 50-minute Swedish massage. Us with tip is about $160. Afterwards, we shall spend... The rest of the day, I'm at Epcot, and you will enjoy a delicious meal at, at the La Hacienda um, de Sen and Hell. Entrees range between $25 and $28, with the, the margaritas on average are $14, each of us having one. And tip included, uh, the price would be around $105. After illuminations, as we will head over to the... Uh, Boardwalk and uh, just enjoy a nice stroll, taking in the sights and sounds. On Saturday morning, uh, we shall enjoy um, our breakfast at 1900 Park Fair, which is hosted by Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, at the Mad Hatter, and Friends, which is around uh, $70. After breakfast, uh, we will spend the rest of the day us walking around um, the uh, the Magic Kingdom. Once night comes around, we will uh, cap off the evening with at the Wishes dessert party, which is of uh, fifty eight dollars. The grand total is fourteen hundred and fifty six dollars, which leaves us around like forty four dollars for some snacks. So you, yeah, you definitely had me at margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> Should we really be uh, telling our date, like, um, how expensive she is on these dates? That's why I asked I mean, before I said I mean, it, Sean said to do it, so... I mean, that's like, you see how much I'm spending on you today? Like, <laughs> that just kind of seems rude, but it's a game, so I get it, but... If this is the first date, we are setting a precedent, so we are killing ourselves for the rest of our relationship. <laughs> yeah, the movies is not going to cut it after this. <laughs> Do you want to go to Chili's tonight? No. I want to go back to Victorian Adverts. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, it's time for Bachelor number three. Bachelor number three. We arrive on Friday and check into Coronado Springs Resort, $554. Once we arrive to the room, you will open the door and see a surprise from Disney Floral Gifts. Ears to the Bride and Groom, which comes with Mickey Mouse etched champagne flutes. It's a Disney exclusive Wishes Sparkling Ciders, Mickey Chocolates, a bride and groom ear, all presented in a Mickey-shaped box for $81. And for dinner that night, we will go to Jico at Animal Kingdom Lodge and dine in the wine room, where it's secluded and quiet. We dine on filet mignon and exotic African wines at $165. Afterwards, we take a carriage ride, $45, along the Sasagula. The next day, we spend the day relaxing by the pool and exploring the other deluxe Disney resorts. For dinner... We go to the finest restaurant in Florida, Victorian Albert. Uh, Victorian Alberts at three hundred and fifty-four dollars. 
Afterwards, it's a Wishes Cruise on the Seven Seas Lagoon to wrap up the night for $293. It's a, it's a grand total of $1,492. Wow. So now those are your, uh, your three choices there. Of those three choices, you're going to have to decide who you're going to spend the beautiful Valentine's Day weekend for free, which one of us will be paying for. <laughs> yes, this is an actual but, contest. <laughs> actually happens. But you have to pay to fly from Australia to Florida to make it happen. That that'd be worth more than the entire weekend. <laughs> yeah, Probably. Right now, two thousand Australian uh, dollars is about fifteen hundred U.S. dollars. So it will cost you. Yeah, is it? Right, uh, as of today's exchange rate, yes. So it will cost you what we are spending on you <laughs> for the weekend to get here. Before you pick one, you should try to tell us which one you think is which before you pick. Okay. Uh, do you want me to uh, talk you through why I like my choices? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, that works. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, so for the first one, I definitely liked the fact that I stayed at Port Orleans Riverside. Um, and I thought the tiara was a lovely, sorry, fantastic touch. Um, and you definitely can't go wrong with Victoria and Alberts. Uh, same with Wishes, but... The Evangeline Serenade, yeah, not so much. <laughs> um, the second one, um, Port Orleans again, um, great choice, uh, especially with the park hopper. Um, Swan and Dolphin seems lovely. Massage just seemed like it would be amazing. Epcot, again, fantastic. Yeah, big yes for the margaritas, but margaritas are always a good idea in my book. The boardwalk as well, that seemed really nice. Um, Breakfast at 1900 Park Fair. Oh, my God. That would just be fantastic. Um, same with the Wishes Dessert Party. You can't go wrong with, you know, Wishes and Dessert. Um, and three for Coronado Springs. Um, again, I've never been to this resort either, but it seems like it would be quite nice. Uh, flowers. A uh, really nice gesture. Uh, same with the gifts, like the, the hats and the champagne flutes. Chico is a restaurant I've always wanted to go to, so that just seems fantastic. The carriage ride is, sounds really romantic. And then hopping, you know, going back between the resorts, having a look at them, uh, something I personally like to do. Sitting by the pool, quite relaxing. Again, Victoria and Alberts, can't go wrong with that. And the same, the Wishes Cruise seems like it'd be absolutely amazing. So my choice out of those three, I think it would be number two. The Port Orleans, the Park Hopper, Slender Dolphin, that with the massage, um, going to Epcot and having margaritas. So this for the boardwalk. Um, sorry, I had some notes, <laughs> so I would remember. Um, That's okay. Yeah, I want to be kept up with all of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, yeah, 1900 Park Fair for breakfast. I thought it was just fantastic. So, especially being able to meet like Mary Poppins and the Wishes dessert party. So, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Alan for number two. <laughs> No. Uh. <laughs> but I want to point out before we tell you who it was. She chose number two because she thought it was mine. <laughs> because I'm I picked it because it has margaritas and dessert. There's nothing wrong with that choice. Oh, but honestly, the so she needs boozed up with Alan is what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. The person who did that one needs alcohol to get a woman to go on a date with him. That's why I threw that out there. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's not nice. no, no, I love margaritas. I really do. Oh, what's not to love about a margarita? It doesn't. Exactly. 
They have a really good hard read. Jico called um, uh, what is it? Mount Kilimarita, and it's like a, it's like a kind of an African style margarita. So, but okay. it really. So, out of the three choices, which one sounds the least? Oh, no, you ain't got to go there. That hurts. Oh, that's, man. <laughs> that's cold. It's tr- well, see, they all sound appealing. That's the problem. I, I would happily do either of them. Whoever you know, one to a- off the show. <laughs> oh, um, I said Dunyu. I'm a. I loved all three. Um, I didn't. The new problem I found with was only one I found a problem with, and that was just the one thing, and that was just the serenade. But ah. everything else, was, everything else was perfect on all three. So I would quite happily do all of them. <laughs> so then, who do you think number one is, and who do you think number okay, three so is? So you said number two wasn't Alan. Okay. Right. Correct. So. Three, uh, Keith. Eh, nope. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at this. Um, that was the hard, so that, hard. So that just leaves Sean. So Sean is a, obviously, uh, not obviously because of the other two. Um, I have no idea. I really have no idea. Let's just tell her and save her, guys. You picked, you picked Sean. Sean's was number yeah. two. So you okay. get to go yes. to Florida with Sean. Keith right. is the one who apparently wants to sing to you that you don't want to do. So Keith is the third place, which means I'm the runner-up. So if Sean, guess what if that Sean means? can't fulfill his duties as king of the world romantic vacations, I have to step up and take uh, take that as the first runner-up. I am the host with the most. We I just, just let Sean win this stuff, to be honest, because he does all the like editing. And if we make the ad, edits us in a poor way. So, <laughs> so all right, all right. So number one is yeah, like we said, yep. was was Keith, and I was number two, and Alan was number three. Um, so I have to ask Keith, what made you decide that you were going to sing to her well, when your voice isn't great? I heard you singing. You Katie don't know Perry that. Before. First of all, no, <laughs> I was warming up for the show. That's that's how you know. <laughs> I warm up, but, um, but no, I mean, you know, it's like, I just figured you're, you know, at the resort, it's kind of, you know, inspired by, you know, that film that you're on a carriage ride. It's like a moodlit night, you know, the whole point of that song is stars in the sky and love and everything. So I figured it, you know, it fit the scene and, uh, apparently I should just, uh, shut up and tell the the carriage driver to hurry up because, uh, (laughs) She wants liquor, so I guess. <laughs> if you changed it to karaoke, that would be. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that'd be different. Oh. Okay. <laughs> karaoke and margaritas is the perfect exactly. combination. Yeah. And then you know bre- breakfast so, at um, Park Fair the next day. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So if you could choose one thing from each one to make it the perfect weekend, would what would it be? If you remember. Um. It's not the serenade. We know that. <laughs> I think um, from the first one, I think it would be the carriage ride. Um, from number two, um, I'd say the wishes dessert party, and number three, the Jico dinner. Jico is so amazing. The next time you do go, make sure you go to Jico. It's other than Victorian Alberts, which is in its own, you know, it's its own little thing because it's so special. Jico is my favorite restaurant down there. It's so amazing. And we really did eat. My wife and I did eat in the wine room, and it only has like maybe maybe six tables in there, so it's very kind of secluded. Um, it's separated a little bit from the rest of the the rest of the restaurant, 
it's really it's quiet in there. It's really great. I, I love Jico. It's such a great place to, to eat dinner. Yeah, from what I've heard and the photos I've seen, it, yeah, it. I don't think I've met anyone who has given it a bad review. Now, we hope that you get a chance to actually experience this with your husband in, in the real world. <laughs> yeah, my husband. Because that romantic. would be good for you. <laughs> my husband's idea of romantic is bringing me home a chocolate bar without me asking. Yeah. That's pretty oh, really? nice of him, though. He didn't <laughs> ask. <laughs> yeah. At least it's not Dr. Pepper, right? <laughs> yeah, at least it's not Dr. Pepper, exactly. <laughs> no, he keeps all the Dr. Pepper for himself, thank goodness. Take some notes from the show, man. and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I might send him the whisker, really? you know, next so next the time we're over, is, just... Is he a Disney fan? That's the real question. Is he a Disney fan um, like you? Yes and no. He loves Pixar, which is one of the things. Like, on our second date, we actually watched um, Wally, which I hadn't seen before. And, yeah, he prefers, like, yeah, obviously all the Pixar Toy Story and that. He has all of them. And um, he wasn't really interested in going to Disneyland. Um, he's just like, oh, you know, it's for children and, you know, it's Disney. He wasn't really that keen until we got there. And then we went on the rides. And, yeah, now he just wants to go back. The, the question is, did he wear Mickey uh, goofy ears? No. I tried. I really no. tried. But he, he wouldn't wear them. <laughs> I, I I have the um, Mickey and Minnie bridal hat, which were on our wedding table from our wedding. And mm-hmm. I tried to get him to wear them for a photo. And, no, he wouldn't have it. <laughs> I do have... Goofy ears, by the way. I do have. Aren't those your regular hey, ears? Man, you're so mean tonight, man. Jeez. And I have the bride and groom mouse ears. My wife and I have bride and groom mouse ears from when I proposed at Disney. They gave them to us. So there you go. Sean, you don't have any of the stuff that you actually pretended to have. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few mouse ears. I've got um, like the bridal mouse headband thing. Like not the full on hat, but the um, like the headband thing, and boy, my brain's not working. Um, you know, it's got like a veil at the back, like a coloured veil. Yeah, um, okay, I'm right. I've got oh, that on my bridal uh, at my bridal shower. Um, I've got the Christmas mini ears. I've got a Halloween set, and I've got the the bridal mini and mini mini and Mickey ones as well. Cool. So I tend to wear them as often as I can. Not the bridal ones, but my other ones. Like, all through Christmas, I wear them. And then for Halloween, I wear my Halloween ones. People just look at me strangely. Cool. <laughs> yeah, they're not used to seeing anything Disney-related. That's why. Oh, yeah, because we don't really celebrate Halloween here. We have a few things, but it doesn't take off like it does over in the States or in the UK. So you get a few trick-or-treaters, but, and the stores try and push it, like, just with all the, with the lollies and the merchandise and stuff. But, yeah still doesn't really it's not as big nowhere near as big but um but we did go to a party at the zoo um for halloween and so it was mostly for kids though you know they were all dressed up most of them were dressed up as like elsa's or doctor who's (laughs) elsa but but frozen's not popular that can't be sorry (laughs) sorry It sounds like a trip to Comic-Con. All you just see is a bunch of yeah. Elsa's and Doctor Who characters Doctor everywhere. Who. <laughs> it looks like yeah. Doctor Who. And the other Doctor Who and another Doctor Who. All the kids were dressed up as Matt Smith, so they had the little bow tie and like, the fez. <laughs> bow ties um, were cool. I... <laughs> Depends who's wearing them. Matt um... Smith pulled it off, though. 
<laughs> no, he did. But yeah, most of the kids dressed up were like ghosts or Elsa's. The amount of Elsa costumes I saw, I'm just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing here. And my niece is obsessed with Frozen. And we saw Frozen, like, went up to see my niece and nephew for Christmas, not last year, but the year before, um, just as Frozen was actually coming out. And I went and saw it with my husband, but um, the kids didn't go. And then a year, like almost a year later, she finally gets into it and she wanted the dolls and the dress and basically anything Frozen because she was the only one out of her friends who didn't have the Frozen dolls. Uh, so we bought her Anna and Elsa for Christmas and yeah, now she just is obsessed. And I'm like, it's been a year, get over it. <laughs> that Frozen peer pressure. <laughs> so you exactly. told her to let it go? Is that what you did? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad that I love them, but I'm glad they did the other side of the country. So I don't have to deal with the whole Frozen thing. But, uh, which is why, one of the reasons, I'm not going to have children. Just because oh, of Frozen? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just for Frozen. I'm not having because of you. <laughs> At the rate Disney are going, you know, in 10 years' time, they'll be up to, like, you know, Frozen 10. They'll keep milking it. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I'd watch Turn of the off. The Phantom off. Frozen 10, Snowman's Land. No, that was terrible. Hey, let's do the Tiki Lightning Round. How about that? Revenge of the Olaf. Just... Any like Star Wars titles, you can just add an Olaf to it. <laughs> All right, sorry. Every person that comes on the show does the gets the same five questions for the Tiki Lightning Round. Your favorite snack? Monte Cristo. Favorite attraction? Splash Mountain. Favorite character? Donald, uh, Donald Duck. Favorite movie? Mm, Lion King. And your favorite Disney park memory? Meeting Donald Duck. See, now we know why Sarah likes me the most because I'm a Donald Duck fan and a Splash Mountain <laughs> fan. We are. Kindred spirits, 15 and a half time zone hours away is what we <laughs> But she is the evil duck queen, and she didn't choose you. She chose she me. She chose so. what she thought was mine, for the record. <laughs> Let's be honest about that. Let's see. What's on TV tonight, folks? Because I'm out of this whole conversation. <laughs> I'm just going to talk to the carriage ride driver, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk about horses or something. I don't know. <laughs> What's it to get for trying to sing to the woman? You can sing to the horse. Oh, hey. I'm a hopeless romantic. Emphasis on hopeless. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, well, I guess that'll wrap up this episode. But before we go, obviously, we want to thank Sarah for coming on and and, uh, taking time out of the middle of her day uh, to (laughs) tour with us. Uh, And before we kind of wrap up, why don't you let our listeners know where they can find you uh, on social media so they can follow you and be friends with you and talk with you. Uh, Yep, on Twitter, I am at EagleDuckQueen. And on Facebook, it's just uh, Sarah Pouncet, P-O-U-N-S-E-T-T, or Sarah's also S-E-R-A. But yeah, just uh, Facebook and Twitter. Excellent. 
That's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate, the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, comic book, and Disney fans. For more information, visit their site at lootcrate.com slash tiki-talk. Be sure to let us know what you thought of our show. Comment in the notes over at enchantedtiki-talk.com. You can email us at podcast at enchantedtiki-talk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki-Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook, check out our store at redbubble.com, and follow us on Twitter at Tiki-Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show please take the time to rate us on itunes and you can find me on twitter at one minute disney dream and mouseworldvacations.com and i want to thank sarah for picking me the number one bachelor and uh that's it and you can find me if you want to apparently nobody else does but (laughs) (laughs) i I just want some pity votes now that's all i want um (laughs) i'm on facebook instagram and twitter i'm at dole whip daily and you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and our special guest from Down Under, Sarah, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Sarah, you can oh, say aloha. 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 <laughs> Do you ever feel like a plastic bag yes. drifting through the wind, <laughs> waiting, wanting to start again? <laughs> Do you ever feel, feel so paper thin, like a house of cards, one from caving in? Do you ever feel already buried deep, six feet under screens, but no one seems to hear a thing? Oh, if only you looked like her, yummy. (laughs) I can. (laughs) Can you really? Oh, yeah. I would love to see it. There's not a bibbidi-bobbidi boutique that's big enough to do that transformation. (laughs) 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 That's like the whole frickin' back lot.